Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international best-selling book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. If you've listened to this show long enough, you'll realize there are three underlying foundations that come through in most of the interviews. We talk about evidence of the afterlife, there's support for those grieving, and tools for you to live a powerful life. And it is my promise to give you every good person or every good thing that I discover to help you in your journey. So today's show falls right along in that category. Our guest today is someone you should definitely know about if you don't know of him already. Kevin Moore is host of the famous online talk show called The Moore Show. He interviews the world's greatest philosophers, paranormal researchers, life coaches, and spiritual teachers. He is passionate about using media to awaken people to live their most empowered present moment. In fact, Kevin is currently working on a documentary film called They Call Us Channelers. As in January 2015, he opened up to his own intuitive abilities and started to channel multi-dimensional information. You can find out more about this upcoming film at theycallushannelers.com and be inspired by hundreds and hundreds of great episodes of his show by visiting themoreshow.co.uk. So I'm happy to say, Kevin Moore, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Well, thank you so, so much for allowing me on the, your, your show. It's uh, such an honor to be with you. And um, I, I love that, <laughs> uh, what you said there as well about um, the intro to my show there. I really do appreciate that because you don't realize sometimes what an impact you have on people when you're just doing this as your daily grind. Do you know what I mean? I sure so, um, do. I yeah. sure do. In fact, I recently started a Facebook group for listeners. And if anybody's interested, just type in We Don't Die Listeners. And Kevin, in just a few, maybe, it's not even a month's time, I don't think. There's over 2,000 people and people wow. that write in about the impact the show has had in their life. And it's, yeah, it's something I can't not take, I can't take for granted. I mean, it's definitely um, those words that you and I put out there with our amazing guests really impact lives. Thousands. Uh- I think it's great what you're doing. I think um, I've come across your show a number of times way before you contacted me. And I thought it was uh, pretty neat that we, that you were focusing on the sort of near-death experience side of, uh, um, you know, the phenomena. phenomena I forget the words out. Yeah. And um, I just thought, you know, that that is an easy way for people to be able to get into these subjects. Uh, and, you know, sort of, uh, it's a... It's a yeah, it's a more ground level basis, isn't it? Where everyone can sort of uh, find something in there to wake them up from the sense of people who have had a near-death experience. Um, I think it's quite tangible, and I just think it's great what you're doing. So thank you for what you're doing. You're welcome. And it's not—it's actually not just near-death experience. It's anybody who's got a good story of why they believe in the afterlife. So we've had on um, people talking about reincarnation. Uh, people have talked mediums, psychics. And just recently, talking about trance and channeling. So, I think talking to you is perfect (laughs) in so many ways. So, Kevin, tell us a little bit about your story. How did you even get involved in being interested in personal transformation and and giving it away to people and and all that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Well, I think I'd have to go back to uh, 2007, when, um, you know, I had a, a normalish job back then. It was a sort of nine-to-five job. I was working for myself. I had a software company. And it was back then when I was listening to uh, a lot of Art Bell shows, a lot of coast-to-coast shows. Yes. And I, I don't know I don't know why I got into those shows or what triggered me, but it was from there where I was, I was you know, going back and forth to the States quite a bit uh, with business. And I ended up getting a, a future life regression past life regression and I think that started to open the floodgates and it it was around that time as well when uh, it was the 2008 uh, crash and you know business was just slowing down you know the business that I was in was you know on on its on its last last um, 
last feet. And uh, I just said to myself, you know, what am I going to do with myself? I've, you know, when this business collapses, which it will do, you know, um, I, I've never had, I've never given myself any sort of solid foundations for any, you know, training or to be able to go into another job. And I thought, well, what would I love to do with myself? What would it, what would it if I could choose anything, what would that be? And I had this crazy idea about, you know, doing the next kind of coast to coast type of show and, you know, being heavily inspired, like I said. And I decided to reinvent my life, go back to university, well, sorry, not to go to university and commit myself to a, a, a three year degree course in, in um, radio, which ended up to be a, a television course in the end because I swapped to my final year. But it was now thinking about it in this conversation, it was uh, when I had lost everything at the same time. You know, um, I'd gone through one of those periods in life where, you know, I'd lost girlfriend uh that the company that i had was dying on its feet uh you know uh, just just everything in my life was transforming and i think it was when i just hit 30 as well there's something about hitting 30 where it's a pinnacle time in your life whether you're having kids whether you're getting married something crazy always seems to happen around the early 30s and it did for me hmm, you know it's interesting you said lost everything because I have found by interviewing so many people, even with my own experience, that it took me, I don't want to say hitting rock bottom, but pretty darn close and losing everything to have my own personal transformation to bring me where I am. And I think hearing that from you and also knowing there's a lot of listeners who are now at that point who have lost someone they love or several people or something in their life, just to be open to the fact that losing everything or losing a lot can actually crack you open to have a huge awakening and a huge transformation. It really did. I mean, our, our, you know, just memories are just coming back now of being at uni for those three years. And uh, I mean, it was a lot of work, do you know what I mean? It was pretty intensive, especially going there as a mature student. That was difficult in some respects as well. And But then again, it was the best time as well with, with the, the friends that I made there. Um, but I, I grinded. I grinded my ass off. Um, you know, when I wasn't, uh, you know, putting any time into studies, I was working on my show. I'd be there at the university to real, you know, late at night doing interviews. You know, I, I was getting myself on multiple FM stations. I was getting syndicated at the time. Um, well, not, not not syndicated as you do in America, but, you know, it was, it was a different kind of syndication of radio over here. And um, I was, yeah, I was just grinding so hard. I, but, I mean, I was obviously had a life as well. And, you know, I think... I had to go through a lot where, you know, a lot of my classmates just thought it was pretty weird what I was doing with this type of show. But secretively, you know, a lot of them were listening (laughs) and finding it interesting. And I think back then I was more heavily consumed into conspiracy theories as well and kind of, you know, that was a sort of introduction to the spiritual side a bit more. But even, I mean, I'm going to be all over the place here, even thinking about as a kid, I remember my father used to have, you know, Edgar Cayce books. And I was, I, I always used to have a a tiny interest in them by just you know picking them up and touching them but i always used to used to you know um i didn't like them do you know what i mean it wasn't my my thing back then but there was something there so um yeah some crazy experiences growing up a ufo experience that kind of shifted my reality a bit that's why i got the future life past life regression in america when i when i did have it in the end what was your experience Um, ufo experience uh, (laughs) well it was kind of weird as they all are right right um when you when you see something and you really physically see it with your own eyes and you can't exchange that thought what you which you've seen in your head to anyone else you can never get that thought out and print it out and, or show anyone because there's no video footage of it when you've seen something that changes your paradigm it's you know there's no conversations with the family we all saw it together as a family you know there's no comprehension between us or what it was none of us want to talk about it it's almost like you know it was made to be you know contained but what it was quickly was you know i remember as a kid you know seeing this disc-shaped craft out of my side window and then you know that my family gathered out the side window we all we all saw it this is you know in bits and pieces here because obviously time-wise we haven't got a lot of time then i remember going outside at the front of my house there was no time in the sense everything was paused you know there was no not even any birds and there was just craft 
then there's a recollection of later on, you know, being outside the house and seeing all these crazy orbs everywhere. And then there was the most incredible sighting which I had, which was later on that evening when this massive cigar shape just, just went straight past. And we all saw it. Now, when I went into a regression, it was a totally different thing. I was on board the craft. These these beings had come from, you know, that, that were from the Pallades and they, you know, that, that I was being monitored and I was going to be watched. That was of great interest to where I was going to go. Um, but you know, having a regression, you feel like you're making it up. Anyone will tell you that. Right. right. And it's not something I hinged on. It was just an experience I had what it means. I could get into it, but you know, does it really, I think just to have the experience and, and to know that I had, it was the incredible part, but I'm not here to convince anyone. You know, I, I don't know what it was. You know, it's interesting you say that. Uh, we don't, I don't talk about UFOs and that sort of thing on this show. It's predominantly life after death and living an empowered life. But my dad uh, was an airline pilot for American Airlines and was for 30 plus years. And I'll never forget as a kid, he had come home and told us a story that he and the co-captain, a co-pilot and uh, the engineer, all three were in the cockpit traveling, I think, overseas. And yeah. he said that this ship, so to speak, with just tons of light, uh, just hovered r- right close to their uh, cockpit. They all saw it, and it was just there for a few seconds, didn't show up on the radar screen, and then off it went. And he had come home and telling the story. And, he, you know, Dad was did, didn't believe in... Um, you know, at that time, he wouldn't be so keen on me having a life after death show. He was you yeah. know, very engin- engineering <laughs> yeah. mind. But when he said that, it, you know, and I trust my dad, he said, you know, it really opened him up to there's more to life than meets the eye. So we talk about some things that might sound crazy, like channeling and physical mediumship and these wild things. But, you know, why not? Right. Well, well, exactly. I mean, you know, what is the UFO phenomena? It, you know, uh, even I'm confused by it nowadays because, you know, is it a, is it something that we can't even ha- haven't even comprehend? Is that, you know, is our comprehension on it almost like a grain of sand on an infinitive beach? Is it not what we think it is? You know, I mean, if we live in a holographic universe or if we live in a reality that's simulated in a sense and uh, this is just some dream in a way, maybe. Right. Right. Um, is that some form of you know uh, of the dream of of little sparks just to help us awaken on the spiritual side is it not what it really is i don't know um and i don't blame you for sort of you know just concentrating on the one side that you have as well because i think what you do by doing that as well is you do keep it very grounded and i think that's one thing that your show does it keeps the subject grounded and i think you know that's what we're all looking for right now yeah. in some respects but then you know there's the other others like for my show that you know we do like to dive deep sometimes um but there is a balance. You've got to do what feels right, haven't you, in, in these types of shows. And like I said, you know, I started with conspiracy and it's kind of gone away from that now uh, into the more spiritual side. Because, you know, with conspiracy, my thing was always there's never an answer. There's never a solution. It's always there to blame or I'm right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's not the energy that I like to uh, be surrounded by nowadays. And, and if people are into those conspiracies, that's fantastic. But, you know, you've, if, you, if you enjoy that collective group, Go for it. That's all I say. Yeah, there's so, people that yeah. that are interested in everything. Of so course. we find what we're passionate about, and there's plenty of people that listen. And I love going to your website, uh, themoreshow.co.uk, and seeing. I don't know how many episodes you have, but so many of them are so are, are titled things that will help me have an empowered life today because it's great to have a belief in so many things but you know how do we live our life you know i think that mm-hmm. I, I i think personally there comes a point where we all close our eyes for the last time here on planet earth and we look back you know did my life matter did i make a difference did i do things you know do we have any regrets and i tell you i want to close my eyes that last time saying you know there could have been some things i did different could have done differently but for the most part i played full out and i got my money's worth out of life and i think your show with the conversations that you have with people really promote 
personal transformation, people going after their dreams, people realizing who they are being human, and and helping people, like you say, uh, living in the present moment and, and making the most of it. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to say the journey has been easy, right? No. <laughs> you know, because I've made this my, my full-time job. And um, it's in, especially in turbulent times with the changes on YouTube and everything else, it's been very, very difficult. And, you know, there is no easy ticket. No easy ticket. And I've had to accept a life of, uh, well, I've actually become a minimalist in it, in a sense, but I've had to accept that to do this work just right now, I've just got to go with the flow, and there's not a lot of, um, um, no, there is a lots of, there's lots of options out there, right, there's lots of abundance, there's lots of things that are there that are coming, um, but yeah, I, I just want to say that, yeah, it, if it's, if it's, uh, if you get one idea from the outside, you know, I, I try to be as honest as I can in the shows to, you know, if I'm having a hard time, I'll, I'll, you know, try to show that in the interview or just, you know, at least, you know, bring myself as a, uh, as a participant into the interview. I think that's one thing that doing a radio course or a TV course as well at uni, you know, you was, you know, you're, you're the host and, you know, your opinion doesn't matter the, the normal kind of journalist way. And I, I broke out of that pattern pretty much whilst at university. And I remember my lecturers didn't really like it, actually. They was like, you're not a journalist, are you? I was like, no, <laughs> I'm no way going to be. Um, you know, I think it's. I think we live in a new paradigm where it's important that the host does share their, their truth and their journey. And if some people don't like it, as the comments do show sometimes, well, you know, it's not. It's, the, the show's not for them. No, I agree. And, and I know as a marker, if I hang up with you at the end of this hour and I feel empowered and happy and have given, gotten some new tools for my life, I know other has, others have as well. So I think it's perfect wherever we go. You know, I really yeah. do. So can we talk a little bit about uh, some of your guests that have shared about life after death or a near-death experience? Um, do you have any uh, favorite shows or thoughts about that? Favorite shows for sharing that? Well, one I just did recently, um, where we where we, we were the 11th dimensional beings were giving their opinion on the nature of reality. That was that was shifting for me. I mean, I I had been thinking this way previously, and when that interview came into my my vortex, uh, it it was it was incredible in the sense that you know we've already crossed over now this is crazy stuff in one sense right but this was the this was the basis of the interviews and and i'm kind of leaning more towards this that we may have lived this life multiple times that they, they, this this particular life uh, as a groundhog life as a groundhog day the movie uh it's very possible that we've we've all done this before maybe in different versions maybe there's multiple uh dimensions out there playing uh different versions of of the same of this life so so it's you know something's different you know what i mean whatever it may be different enough for, for that life to be impactful to be to be um, going back to the godhead in a sense where it where it's meaningful back to it but yeah the, the idea that we live in multiple lives multiple realities and that um we've already crossed over we've already died and we've come back here um to to maybe help awaken people um, that are on this karmic wheel where, you know, souls get to choose uh, their life contracts. So, for example, you know, I'll be the victim, you can be the murderer, for example, or I'll be, um, you know, I'll be famous and, uh, you know, I'll meet you on my path somewhere, you can help us on that path, whatever the contract is, right? I mean, they're not, they're pretty lame ideas, but just whatever it is, right? And what if some souls have just got trapped into that, those karmic contracts and keep coming back and back and back and back and back to repeat them uh, because they're allowed to come back with free will. There is nothing above you when you cross over this that says, right, there you go, there's the book, that's the book, that this is the truth you were looking for, and, and all those other books you've read are just rubbish. I think you take your truth with you when you cross over, and I think when you cross over, uh, you're allowed to come back and do whatever it is you want to do. You know, if you want to have a contract with someone or stay in the soul, same soul group, go for it. Just go for it. No one's 
telling you what to do that's my truth and i think well what if you know we've done this all before and uh you know what if there are a lot of a lot of people out there you know the majority of the planet that are playing out these roles really well and there's 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 great content and there's great um benefit for everyone with these soul contracts i'm not saying those soul contracts are not are, are, are a mistake what i'm saying is you know, because we have free will to come back, we are repeating and repeating. So people like myself and yourself who have already crossed over and have decided to come back into this timeline or into this reality, um, knowing the full well of the greater version of reality, are trying to help awaken people, not by forcing our truth down them, but by saying, ah, you've got a window here. We've all got windows in our life where when particular times we can awaken. So my window is using media. If you come across my media in one of your windows, that's a chance for you with your own empowerment to wake up if you choose to but it doesn't do me any messiah complex for you to wake up this is just enjoyable for me if you did and if you don't i'm still enjoying this reality even though i've woken up in it i don't know love it yeah why not And, and even thinking what you just said you know i find there's some things in my life that repeat themselves over and over and over and over again different challenges and i think we all have that and if we can and I, I do believe we come back and we choose to come back, but I don't want to come back with the same stuff. <laughs> I don't. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's a bit different. It's like when you've moved something sometimes and, you know, almost like you, you place something down and, um, you know, it disappears and you think, oh, that's just some spirit moving it. What if, what if because we've shifted our attention on, on, on the reality that we're going towards, that, that we've shifted, we've gone into another dimension? When people talk about the new earth, what about there's mo- a, a, an infinitive number of earths that, that, that we're all existing, so that we're always jumping from reality to reality to reality as we change our, our, our present moment so what i'm saying is we are in charge of this present moment and when seth said which was a channeled material that you know you know uh, your power lies within the present moment it really does so if you're not happy with where you are right now you you can you can use your thoughts with thoughts create reality seth said that as well so in much many other channeled material and then by just changing your thoughts you're then jumping into uh, another another dimension but when you say that you know you don't want to come back here well, I think even though we've got a a grain of sand understanding me and you on an infinitive beach of what the nature of reality is, right? We're not supposed to know any book out there, all the books combined. It's just people's truths, just as this is my truth right now. And I right. say, don't take my truth. If it feels right, then go with it, right? Yeah. I'm just giving you a different perception that you, what if when you get over, it's like, oh my God, I just want to go back. Now I know what it really is about, you know, um, or I, I, I have a, I have created an imagination of what it's really about. What if when you cross over, like the Matrix, you create your version of what it's like when you cross over? So when people say they've experienced a hell, they've created that reality because you create your reality even more on that level because it's just more instant. Uh, you know, so you've created your reality of where you've crossed over to. You know, nice, you know, there's dad over there, mum over there. You know, dad's built you a house and everything else. You're on the shore and you're thinking, man, you know what? I want to go back. I want that destructive life. I want that. I want those karmic patterns back again. I want, I want, I want those addictive things. And also I want to go and help people. So that's one thing I always say to people is remember, even though I do this show, I try to live this as well right now. We are here. We chose to have a human experience. Do not ignore that. As much talk as we talk about where we're going to go and the perception of reality and what it's all about you still choose to, chose to be here. So, you know, live this human life, you know, go see that movie, you know, go on that day, you know, you know, go out with your friends, have a good time, you know, do, enjoy yourself. But also, obviously, if you've awakened, you want to go and help others as well. But, you know, whatever you do in your job, even your daytime job that you've got, not just this show, your daytime job is of benefit to other people. Everyone's of service to someone in some respects. I just don't think, you know, with these type of shows, we should lose ourselves that all I want to do is talk about going home and everything else. That's why in my show, I try to bring in aspects of the, someone's work that it helps us in the moment now. That's what's important because suicide isn't the answer. Being here, being fully awake and, and enjoying everything it, it is one of the answers. You know, and I think, uh, you know, trying to take on the world's problems and everything else, I, I, I don't, you know, all we can do is improve ourselves. And by doing that, it ripples to everyone else. Mm, such good <laughs> words. Yeah, we, we have very complimentary shows, I think, for that. And I have this visual that heaven or the afterlife is this really great place with 
really great stuff and all our loved ones are there and it's all good all of the time and you know that kind of thing as great as it might be to go home get refreshed you know it can get pretty boring after a while you know if we have all good all the time and they say kevin so many people that i've interviewed with near-death experiences that there are just thousands and thousands of souls like waiting in line to come to earth and i love that visual because this is where the good stuff happens this is where there's good and bad and growth and pain and love and all of it. You know, this is where the yeah. juicy place is. So to not forget. Well, what, what if this was heaven? What if this is heaven? Wow. What if people already crossed over? This is some uh, uh, aspect of heaven in, in, in some sort of holographic version. I mean, you know, because we're trying to, what I mean, these are crazy ideas, you know, to the normal person, right? But once you've interviewed, as you know, a few people, you 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 start thinking outside the box, and it's like, well, you know, everyone's telling me this. All the books say the same thing, but let's just go against that for a minute. Let's just think about something. Let's try to bring a new framework of reality in. And I think that's what I, I was trying. I've been trying to do with my channeling, you know. Um, even though I don't practice it enough. Uh, yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff I like. And I know there's other channels out there that stay very grounded, and I totally respect that and have much love for them for that. It's just, you know, we think of heaven somewhere else. But what a, where's, where, where are we right now? I mean, yeah. this, this, is, this is pretty good, isn't it, what we've got right now? It sure is. Before we get into your channeling, you had said earlier 11th dimensional beings. I'm like, what mm. is that? Who yeah. are they? <laughs> what do you mean? Um, yeah, what I mean, yeah, who, who, what's these people? Um, well, that's, um, I can't remember the the guest name. I'm terrible with names. I'm dyslexic. Okay. That's the only, that was the one great thing I passed with flying colors at university was my dyslexic test. Um, so, um, I knew I was dyslexic though. I always knew I was, but yeah, so, so names, but anyway, um, yeah, what, what are the 11th dimensional beings? Um, they are, they are, well, they're a Palladian collective, from what I understand, and, um, and I don't channel them. This 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 guest does, and I believe that they're interdimensional beings. So they're not incarnated into physical bodies. They're on some you know dimensional frequency, some dimensional level somewhere else, and it's of great benefit for them to come through uh, when people are ready to listen and uh, to give their teaching information and uh, some of the stuff I expressed there was was some of their information as well but it, you know I'm not I'm going to say this that that actually that that was the way that I'm thinking as well so yeah you, you know people don't channel you know uh, they, they channel all sorts of of, of beings, um, whether it's uh, interdimensional, uh, well, most are interdimensional, but whether it's, um, you know, uh, collective groups, uh, ascended masters, you know, w with the channeling, I, I suppose, I suppose that uh, these are just names. And I think if you really had a deep conversation with a channeler, they, they, they would say that actually it's all one, you know. Um, they they are working with aspects of themselves, and they are um, in communication with these aspects that maybe before they've come down here, they've agreed to 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 come through and and to bring through in, information and well, mainly teaching information. Mm. How did you get involved with channeling? I was based in Cardiff. I mean, I'm a, I'll carry it. This I'll keep this story short. I was in Cardiff in the in the UK, and then uh, I had. Um, put so much effort into um, trying to get a TV network up and running a spiritual TV network. And it, um, it was at the time when I was, you know, working so, so hard to try to make this happen. And my relationship was crumbling with my significant half. She was heading back to Malaysia cause we, we, we decided to, you know, um, you know, to break up and my finances were in the ruins in a sense. Cause you know, I, you know, put a lot of money into this 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 project and everything that could have happened to to just crumble around me was crumbling right so and i've heard this story from so many people um everything was everything was just crumbling and it was when i'd lost everything that i, I had to go back to that my old hometown and um i was living at my my friend's house and he was working away at sea and I, I just remember being in this front room just thinking what the hell had just happened over the past couple of years since leaving uni and I was in a really dark place and you know I was ill at the time and you know I didn't really want to be here I didn't really want to be here and I remember just laying on the sofa just really feeling crappy right that's an understatement and then 
this voice came through and I thought, okay, well, I'm absolutely losing it now. Do you know what I mean? This is it. I, I, this is this is the end. I'm, I'm now hearing a voice like Neil Donald Walsh w- would have heard or others have said. And I thought, well, I'm making that voice up. That voice is, I'm, there's some, that's not my voice. But then there was something very different about the voice. Very, very different. And it told me its name was Edgar Casey. That uh, at this time, in, in, in this timeline right now, at this particular junction point where everything could perceivably go, I, I'd gone wrong. But of course, it wasn't. It was all perfect. And that, that we had agreed to that this was our meeting point right now, that I could go with this voice or not. And it was up to me what I wanted to do, but that we were going to work together and that, that um, I had to seek someone out that it was going to help me bring this voice through. So lo and behold, um, <laughs> my brother's wife's mother uh, was just very close nearby where I, I was staying of course my brother and his wife they were out of town in, in another city so I called her up and uh, she's a healer her name's Pauline and um, I just explained what was happening and she's like that's fine come round and, and and we did and the next minute we we're holding hands you know this was a few days later or maybe a few weeks we we're holding hands and then I'm writing a book and then this voice coming is coming through telling me that it's you know, in this lifetime now, I've agreed that I'm going to bring channels together from all over the world, that uh, together we're stronger, and that the, the world's about to go through a significant change, of the, uh, one of its biggest changes, and that there's, that there's times of great change, that's what it was saying. And um, and that there was a number of books to be to be brought through, and that we're starting the first book now. And um, I, I fought that process all the way to the bank, kicking and screaming. Wow. Now, this voice, is it coming through you only to you that you're listening or is it coming out of your mouth when you're out of, out of, out of my mouth? Yeah, out of my mouth. So, uh, you know, it would it would talk and then I would repeat. We tried a number of ways to bring it through, actually. Um, never creative writing, but it was all it was all verbal. So, you know, it, and it was um, our it kind of classed me as a multidimensional channeler. So there was a number of different aspects that came through, you know, from light beings to Dolores Cannon to Edgar Casey to my mum's mum uh, to, to a number of people that contributed to the 23 chapters of the book that I'm putting together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and, you know, and I never got to release the book. The book's still not been released yet. And it all came to fruition that the book wasn't going to be released until I had done the documentary that I'm going to work on called They Call Us Channelers. And, uh, you know, then uh, the channelers that are going to be on that documentary are going to have their channelings transcribed. And then it'll be my 23 chapters in the book as well. So it's going to be my channelings mixed with everyone else's. And the documentary is all about, you know, that we can all channel, that we all have a higher self, that, you know, no matter if it's the, if it's the intuition speaking or it's the gut feeling or whatever, you know, you know, we are, even the car mechanics challenge. Yeah. When he's trying to figure out what's wrong with the car. Yeah. Challenge is our natural process of what we, what we, what we do. But I do believe, and you know, there is a process where, you know, there are more channels awakening right now. And, you know, maybe channeling is the, uh, is the evolution of, of, of something that we're all going to be doing one day. Um, you know, and it's going to move from having psychic abilities because we're all sort of having a human experience. We are all psychic. And a lot of psychics do not like the term psychics because, you know, we're all psychic, you know, but, you know, um, but if you feel as a psychic that you're, you know, you're happy with that term, that's beautiful as well. I'm just saying, I see an evolution in, what's happening out there and i think there's you know there's more light workers channelers that are going to come in and awaken to help the masses awaken in in, in this dream and i've probably skipped lows there as well so it's all about awakening isn't it yeah yeah uh well it, well we don't have to we don't have to you know there, there's nothing uh more beautiful than someone that's not awakened to to equally comparable to someone that's awakened i think when you do awaken it it is harder in some respects people go through a lot of stuff um and i think sometimes it would have been easier to be asleep but um no i i i mean there's great there's great soul contracts going on between people who do not awaken so there's great there's great you know blessings in that um but yeah, that's a good question. Is it all about awakening? Is it better to awaken? Um, I think at some point you've got no choice. Yeah, especially if we do come back. Maybe in the beginning, you know, you hear the old souls, the new souls, you know, in the beginning, happy-go-lucky life, things happen, you're a victim of that. And 
when you do awaken, it's like you realize you're responsible for all of it. You're in the driver's seat of your life and uh, it, it can be more of a challenge. Uh, and we, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's easy to close off and forget this, but you having your show, me having my show, I'm constantly reminded that if my life is a way I, that I don't like it, you know, uh, the good news and bad news is, you know, I've created it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult to swallow that pill sometimes because, you know, uh, when it's all, you know, when things aren't always flowing easy, you know, it, it can it can be difficult to see it from that perspective. But, you know, I suppose it's about keeping it simple, isn't it? That, you know, if we create our reality, then we can create a new one. And, um, you know, sometimes some of these spiritual principles, you know, you see all these videos online nowadays and God bless everyone for doing it, you know, because everyone's talking about their truth more. And, and, you know, you've got to look at, you know, some of these people that speak about their truth, um, they get massive views. They get, a, you know, a massive subscribership because people, people like to uh, see other people's journey. That is true. Um I mean, that was one thing that, that, that was one of my problems at one point was that, you know, I would always like look at other people's subscribers and think, oh God, you know, it's just, why can't I, you know, make my living from YouTube that these people are doing? Why can't I do that? And you, you realize in the end that actually it's not about the numbers and actually it's, you know, you can't compare paths. Everyone's on a unique spiritual path. And sometimes when you do the higher stuff, um, then less souls will be attracted to that where if you did the simpler stuff uh, then that that uh, that allows an opening to the mass of the market and that's the same with channeling when some channelers have a massive following that's because they're dealing with lower level stuff when some channelers have a less of a following it's mainly to do with i'm not talking about if you're just new into it, i'm talking about people that have been established for a while it's mainly to do with that you're bringing high level stuff through so you know not everyone's ready for that you know, so you just got to do what really turns you on and what you love to do as well. And, you know, most times if you're not happy with your reality and you go and change it to do something else, if you're meant to be doing something that your soul's coming here to do, you'll be pulled in back into doing that for sure. Amen to that. The last thing I thought I'd be doing was talking about life after death, <laughs> grief and living a powerful life. But it, it, no matter what I did, it just kept knocking at my door. It, crazy. Really crazy. Um, oh, I thought of a great question, and now it escaped me. How about that? Let's get back to the present moment. Um, yeah, you're channeling. Are you present and knowing what's coming through, or do you feel like your mind is elsewhere, and then uh, you have to either record or somebody's listening to you to get what's what the information is? Is there a part of you that's paying attention to it? Absolutely. Let me just say as well, just about the challenge and what it said. I'll come into that question definitely, just very quickly. When I said earlier on about, you know, that it told me I was going to bring people together, um, I just thought, you know, what a load of nonsense, yeah? And, you know, I'm just making this all up. Um, but I still went with it, kicking and screaming. If it wasn't for Pauline kind of making us do this, then I'm so glad she did. I'm so glad I saw it through. But fast forward two years later, I, I, I've just done a deal and acquired the domain name channeling.com. That's huge. And, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I mean, you know, I had to hustle for that deal in a sense where, you know, um, I'm so grateful for the people that I've done the deal with. And it's, there's a story to that, but that's another time. And when I got that domain, I realized, oh my God, it's come true without forcing it this is going to bring channels together. That's what it's there for. And also, uh, this is where the documentary is going to point towards. So if you do go to channeling.com, or they call us channelers.com, uh, they call us channelers.com, uh, it points to the same place. So uh, channeling.com, you know, it's going to be, that's the abundance I was looking for, you know, um, because I'm going to turn it into a reader's side as well, because I want to give people empowered soul channeled readings. So, you know, um, there's, there's always a business side to to what you you're going to do as well. I've had to embrace that, and I think having the old business that I had all those years back has led us led us to be you know a bit business savvy with 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 making this into a business because you know we're having a human experience, and you know you've there's two sides to this, right? So because uh, some people are like, oh no, I can't make any money on spirituality. I'm like, well, that's your issue. That's not mine. I am going to, and I'm going to be of service doing it, yeah, because the money is kind of the 
the higher end thing for me, the first thing is obviously the customer service, right? And right. providing a good thing for people. But I'm just, what my point is to people that if you're in this field or thinking of getting into it and you want to make it your full-time job, something always comes along to help you out. Some, some Life will help you out. Life only says yes. And if you're shoving out no, then it says yes to no. Right. <laughs> it just, it, you know, look at the university. It gives criminals money and that money is available for you as well it's all in the vortex as esther hicks says so so yeah i just want to put that in there that um I, i'm going to do good with this site and i think you know one of my things i definitely want to do is having channeled events throughout the world i see myself on a stage with other channelers i see that's where the work's going to evolve to because that's where the energy is that's what i really want to do and having that top tier domain name will allow me to do that so going back um i hope that's inspirational to some people oh, definitely, going back to, definitely yeah yeah um, going back to uh, your question as well, yeah, I there's I'm always jealous of the channelers who can leave their body, disappear, and not be there, right? And be absolutely when they come back. What did I say? What was that? Where for myself, it's been more of the case that I am in the driver's seat, that I'm, um, you know, very much um, consciously channeling. Now, other people will say, Kevin, you're only channeling your higher self. And I'll say, well, if that's my higher self, it's a beautiful aspect of me. And thank God I'm bringing it through. And you should be doing the same as well. And give yourself that chance of bringing your higher self through. Because I tell you what, it only knows best. But yeah, um, I do remember most of it. Most of it I do. Sometimes it's a little bit blurry, but not not blurry, but just you've said so much and you're yabbing on, you know, in, much more intelligently than I'm speaking now in some respects. Right. And um, yeah, when you I mean, the way I do it is I just I, 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 I shut my eyes and I walk through a door and as soon as I walk through that door, you know, that that's it. Then the voice starts and then I start repeating and then the voice comes into sync with the repeating that's just my way of doing it there are an infinitive number of ways to do it but you've you know you've to do it you've got you've got to almost strip your ego quite a bit because doing this you know it does tend to do that too because you're doing something which is on the fringe of spirituality and is also kind of scary to some people oh i would think so i mean this for a first-time listener they might be listening right now like what the heck are these people talking about <laughs> yeah yeah um well you know it's it's the new way of communicating well it's not the new but it's it's a way that's coming back in i think of you know by opening yourself and letting spirit talk directly you know this is almost like um I don't know. I just feel that there's that this paradigm is coming more and more in. And as I've been working on this documentary, channeling.com, or they call us channels, it's called, um, that, oh, my God, the amount of channelers out there. Wow. I had no idea. Well, just going no to idea. your website, you have pictures of all the people that are going to be part of this. I'm thinking, I've never heard of these people. And 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 it's great to be able to bring them together all under one roof and share. And what's even more important is the words of inspiration that come through. Because, okay, great to channel, but what, what is being said that is so impactful that okay. is in this movie yeah. or will be yeah. in the movie? Well, we'll be in the movie. Well, it's going to be. Well, look, this movie was inspired by the original documentary called Tuning In. Tuning In was a 2008 movie made by uh, Matthew Clink and David Thomas. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure David's going to do another documentary one day. Um, but um, um, I, you know, I watched that movie just prior to channeling when I was living in Cardiff. And I, I just. Or maybe it was a little bit before then, a little bit before then. But when I was watching it, I was like, hmm, I kind of resonate with that a little bit. So um, that, yeah, that movie helped me to, you know, to be inspired to make this. But anyway, long story short, I was in Amsterdam and um, I decided I, I, I was going to do a documentary and I wanted to do a, a channeling documentary. And um, yeah, so what it's going to be, it's going to be, a vlog, I'm going to make a new style called a vlogumentary where nowadays with equipment it's, it's just so much easier to make um, movies and you don't need a massive budget it's one thing i didn't want to do right was to have a massive budget to put off you know making this movie so i'm saying we're going to do a crowdfunding campaign on the first of september to raise between 50 to twenty thousand. i think we're going to go for twenty thousand because it does take some money to make a movie and there is some equipment cost and traveling costs so we'll be going to australia the uk which i'm filming in the uk now as we speak and uh, and america and um 
yeah, so it's my journey with a with a camera and of course my producer Marcella uh, to be vlogging it. And obviously, when we do the documentary, then there's a two camera setup where we're you know filming them professionally. And you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, blow me away, blow me away with information. And the thing is, as my channel's always said, well, you never listened in the first place. So that's why we keep coming through with the same information because in the spiritual people you'll come you'll listen it all sounds good feels amazing and then you go back home or not spiritual people we're all spiritual but people that are on an awakening path and then it's kind of like you know it's not it's not you know they're, they're not finding their own truth and, and trying to just embrace some aspects of it now a lot of the challenge says you know don't take our truth come up with your own but if this is a way into your own truth this information that's a great place to start right so some of the i mean it's information really like you know the nature of reality um the times that we live in now that's an important one um that we can all channel that we you know that we all have this ability um i you know I want to get into some deeper stuff with this, like this this uh, idea of reality career that I'm talking about with you earlier on in the interview, where you know this we may already be home, we may already have crossed over. This is an aspect of something that's come back. I want to get into this stuff on the documentary to get a little bit deep with that, but also to have the basis where it's my journey as a channeler as I'm still on my journey, you know, finding my truth. So I want it to be relatable and, and for some level for people to to get it if they're just watching it for the first time this subject but then i want to go deep as well so i think there's going to be lots of mind-blowing stuff but again with a lot of channeling you know it's the way i see it working is that yes different channels come in and say the same thing in a in a way in a different way that's digestible to that person so we are all on different frequencies and all vibrating differently so some channelers will attract a certain person and they won't be attracted to other teachings where others are attracted to other people so it's a massive world and you know not there's not one size fits all so you know sometimes as well you know uh, people are attracted to a channeler because that's the same soul level that they're at and when i say soul level one idea that came to me of understanding that is imagine a skyscraper and each floor you know is just as you know, empower, powerful and, and, and the same space as the other, obviously, right? But, you know, there's different levels. So as you go up levels, you know, it's there's maybe a higher framework of information, right? But they're all equal in a way. They're all the floors are equal. They're all as nice as inside, all as tidy, right? Um, and so, you know, you come from a different floor level. So that channeler will come from maybe the same floor level and then you're, you're meeting up and that channeler is reminding you, of of your your um understanding of reality and, and that you're a soul having a human body just for reminding you um, of why you came here mm, i love it i know when i had attended arthur finley college back in may and took the course um i think some people call channeling some people call trance trance whatever uh, but i know through my mouth came a voice that was my voice but it didn't have any of the hesitations it 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 wasn't mm. thinking about what to say. It was almost poetic and it was about living life and it was about fear and it was about our journeys. And, you know, I did it several times and also yeah. writing bits of yeah. philosophy, channeling philosophy is what I call it. I'll just ask if there's some words that want to come through that will make a difference for myself and for others. And Kevin, like magic, words just come to my brain and I type them just as I hear them. And I'm so clear these are not, this isn't coming from me. But to know and to be, I'm so excited about your project, your film, that we are all connected to beings, whoever you want to call them, that are here by our side, that we can allow to blend with us, to be able to you know, remember who we are to inspire us, to inspire others. I think this is so cool. I mean, I, I want to know more. I, I would watch the film right now if I could. Well, let, let me just say, don't give your power away. You know, you're saying, you know, it's something else came through. Maybe it was you that was coming through. That's how wow. powerful you are. That's one thing I want the documentary to say as well. Don't give your power away thinking that, oh, you know, I'm not as powerful and something else is coming through. Yeah. Remember, a lot, of, a lot of these channels say that it's very possible, and I've spoke to most of them, right? Not most of them, but a lot of the big ones, that it's me coming through, a higher version of me coming through. It's me. So, so. You know, and everyone's got a different truth on this, right, as well. So you'll meet some people who will say, nonsense, nonsense, it's just the higher self coming through. They're in denial, they're in denial, they're in denial of, of who they are and their power. 
again, that's their truth. You know, that's fine. You, we must respect each other's truths because for me to say, well, that's what she's bringing through and that's what he thinks. No, that, that, I, I don't need that Messiah complex. No, no. That, no, that, no. That, 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 to go with what they feel is right. But there are others out there like it. And also remember as well that these people bring it through. They are just as crappy as we all are in one sense. They're all having a human experience. What right. I mean by crappy is that, they, you know, they mess up we all mess up don't we we do things wrong we we get it wrong you know we again it's there are no mistakes just experiences but my point is you know don't see us as as your your idol or or as as someone to look up upon you know some of the most spiritual people i've met and interviewed are the worst people the worst grumpiest pants you could meet that's funny yeah so, yeah. Kevin, there's a great quote that says, this lifetime is but a thread in the fabric of your soul. And so I got this image of channeling being the whole fabric speaking. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. And so, yeah, what if, you know, that what's come through me is is the fabric. It's, of course the, it is. Yeah. The, all of it that's been there that's that, how powerful that you are and that's how powerful wow. everyone else is that's how that's how it all works and you can make up your own truth you can make up your truth about what reality is i mean yes there might be some fundamental truths but maybe love is the only answer that seems to be coming through everyone right but you know maybe the fabric allows you to create your own truth and you know what feels good for you yeah as long as it's being loving towards yourself and other people right love service those are some big time truths and i i know that i encourage much like you it's great to listen to these interviews don't take anything as the truth look for your truth and there's been so many people have fought me on my beliefs and it's like well that's fine because yeah but i but i've come to the point where I've got to empower myself, Sandra Champlain, in this lifetime for as long as I'm here. And what resonates with me? Resonates with me to be responsible for all of it. It resonates with me to love, to share with others. Uh, also feels very good to do that. So, um, yeah, I think we are looking for the answer. And it may come as a hard pill to swallow that you got to look within yourself. But in doing so, it has been the most rewarding journey. And do I have it all figured out? No. Do I have a crappy life sometime? <laughs> yes. Can I be one of these grumpy, miserable people? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. But it's okay. Yeah. You know, because mm. that, that, that links us all together. Our, it, Kevin, our time is going fast. If you're looking at your clock, I'm like, wow, how did this hour go by so fast? I know, I know. What else would you like to share that we haven't already? Or I, I'd love you, for you to... Uh, talk a little bit more about your website and whatever that tuning in documentary is because i know that's available to watch on your site yes yes so if you go yeah you can go to my site and um david thomas has allowed me to uh you know put the channeling documents that he made on on there so you can go to see tuning in and i'm sure he's going to make the, the, the another tuning in movie and I, you know i hope he does um because the more of this content the better um you know, um, just to say about about the channels that are coming onto this documentary as well. The reason that I went for uh, people that you've never heard of before, because I thought I, that's really important with me for me, because that's to show that we all can do this. You know, I've got one challenge lady coming on from because I'm off to uh, um, Singapore to film one out there. Yeah, she's a, a, a Malay um, Singaporean uh, Muslim who now channels. Right. Wow. Um, I, I've got um, African-American people coming on because this is just not a white thing. Yeah. And I wanted to be careful of that. You know, that, that no matter what we've incarnated in skin color, or whatever else. Right. Right. It's not about that. It's that the soul. Yeah. It's about that. We are we are all equal. Yeah. And we can all do this. Um, and I've got people that channel nature, people that people that don't even label it. I've got the Will's youngest channel. Well, I say youngest. I mean, I'm sure there's someone younger than her that's doing it. But she is amazing. She's uh, Courtney Anderson. She's going to be on this documentary as well. How old I've is got, she? Uh, 21. Okay. 21. Yeah. And she's up, doing some amazing work. I've got uh, all the kind of big, I say big names. I mean, they wouldn't want me to say it like that. But the more established ones as well, you know, Daryl Anker, uh, Jeffrey Hoppy, um, uh, Paul uh, Selick, Segal, Selick, <laughs> get the name wrong. Um, and, um, oh, God, just, it's all on there. I can't remember the names. That's okay. That's um, okay. 
Um, and, you know, all these uh, other ones as well that have been doing it for a long time. Uh, one that's, you know, a couple that speak to Source, Elliot and Diane uh, Jackson. Oh, Diane Jackson. Um, again, a great couple uh, doing some amazing work. They're all doing amazing work. It's difficult for me to pick them out, but I'm just giving you a selection there of just, you know, just how varied it is. Um, and, you know, I, I may even ask the question to some of them, you know, can we speak to someone? Uh, you know, you know, well, well, probably wouldn't do this, but it would be cool to kind of, you know, to know that they, their guys that they're bringing through their groups recognize the other groups as well, <laughs> in a sense. Um but yeah, um, you know, again, based, you know, on that, that, that tuning in movie, it, it, but this is going to be different, of course, because you can't just go and do the same thing. And it will be different because um, of, you know, the way I've described it's going to be. Um, and again, you know, as much as you can plan this stuff out when you're actually filming it, it's going to be very, very different. Do you know what I mean? You know, that there's going to be unprepared things that are going to happen and it's going to take you on to, to new directions as well. Oh, it'll be a so, lot. A new life of its own it'll create yeah you know? i hope Absolutely. i'm answering the question there. sure you are but we go to channeling <laughs> okay. channeling.com is the easiest way to Ch- see, channeling.com yeah find out more watch the tuning in video and how about let's talk about your show just one last time because i i'm all about empowering people to live a great life now and if they go to the more show.co.uk what can we find there to help us in our life <laughs> well there's there's a there's about i don't know about 700 ish videos there um on on you know all sorts of content from you know ufology to 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 law of attraction well not as much law of attraction as i'd like but to to um there's a lot of spiritual content on there there's a lot of spiritual content that helps you to just go a, a little bit deeper within yourself i mean um you know and even if you just watch the watch the first 10 minutes of one you know that that's that's whatever it's what you're meant to be watching you know it's it's you know it's you'll hear the bit that you need to hear do you know what i mean i it's difficult to say which which ones to i tell you one thing i am doing with the more show is i'm i've not said this anywhere else but i'm about to start interviewing other youtubers um from a spiritual perspective that's something i've wanted to do for a long time and that's something i have a new series on the more show that i'm going to start and one of the things for going to america as well is i do want to get my show onto a different i love youtube and i'd always be on youtube but i think for my show i'd like to you know get on a bit of a maybe syndicated radio in the states or something in the states i see my myself and the more show doing something in in the states and that's kind of why i'm looking forward to going over for many reasons oh fantastic i support you any way i can (laughs) anyway and it is you know we're looking for our own truth so i really recommend to anyone who's listening right now go to themoreshow.co.uk do what i did and just scroll down the i mean hundreds of episodes and different things you have there and just see what your soul says hey click on that (laughs) and what resonates and you know there is gold in every conversation there might be things that yeah you're not aligned with or that's fine listen for the gold in every conversation listen for what resonates with you resonates with your truth will help empower you today and kevin just one more plug for the present moment i think with your channeling and everything else you're up to uh being in the present moment does it allow access to just greater wisdom and a, and a greater way of living life yeah i think any time that you're prepared to go within and listen to that inner voice it only wants the best for you in the present moment you could ask it any question and it would give you a loving loving response and you can either listen and go with it and if you don't want to it's always going to be there. Even if you feel that you've taken the wrong road against what it said, it will always be there because it is you and it loves you. And it's just, you know, it's life and you connected coming through one another. And um, yeah, I would just say, you know, uh, we, we're starting our Indiegogo campaign to, to make this movie from the 1st of September, but you can support it now as well by just going to channeling.com or, uh, and then there's a documentary button, just press the documentary button or they call us channelers.com and it will take you directly to our campaign page of what we've raised so far as well. So just thank you for letting me come on today. I so appreciate oh, it. Oh, love it. Love it. And for anyone listening right now, this present moment is all we've got all is well no matter what your past is whatever your future you think is you know so true everything stems from this present moment so you can really take it 
Uh, and whether you believe it or not, if you were in the driver's seat of your life, mm-hmm. how would you like the rest of your day to go today and, and use it? So, uh, Kevin Moore, thank you for being our guest today. Sandra, thank you so, so much for what you're doing as well. I will get you on my show and just blessings to you for the light that you're spreading in the world. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It It is certainly fun. And like I said earlier, these episodes are just as much for me as they are for everyone. But for everyone who's listening, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. Uh, some people have listened to every single episode and we're near 200 episodes now, quite a, quite a few. And as a reminder, all past episodes are available at We Don't Die Radio. Com. Of course, you can listen on YouTube, iTunes, and every pa- podcast platform that I have found. And also, if you do go to WeDon'tDieRadio.com, I invite you to click on what's called Join the Insiders Club. And I don't send you lots of emails, but what I do give you is a free read of my book, We Don't Die. And Chapter 10 is about surviving grief. And a lot of people listening right now have experienced the loss of a loved one. And I want to give you everything I've got to help you through that pain. Also, in September 2017, coming up, I will be one of the guest speakers at the Afterlife Research and Education Symposium, where you can meet almost 30 speakers that are experts in the world of the afterlife and communications and so much more. That's in Scottsdale, Arizona, September 15th through 17th. And you can go to afterlifestudies.org to find out more and to register. So, in closing, I want to say my name is Sandra Champlain. I have been your host today on We Don't Die Radio, and really delighted to have such a great conversation with Kevin Moore. I invite you to go check out his show, themoreshow.co.uk, and also find out more about this phenomenal film that he's creating, They Call Us Channelers. Go to theycalluschannelers.com or simply channeling.com will take you there also. And I do believe with all my heart that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. So I really, really want to thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.